Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Soul Path Podcast. Today I'm excited to share with you the secrets to mastering mindset, what I call soul flow. And we've probably all heard a lot about the flow state and kind of being in the groove, in the zone. Everything's just kind of, it's uh, it's effortless effort, if you will. It's ease, right? Because we're passionate, we're fired up, we're feeling it, and we're like, yeah, this is it. This is what I want to do, and this is how it's going to happen. There's there's less thinking and more doing because it just flows from the heart level into what we are creating in the moment, right? It increases our efficiency, increases our productivity, it increases the quality of what we are producing, whether that's art or music or the written word or the, or the, the spoken word, whatever the case may be. When we are fully embodied and present in the moment, when we are in that state of soul flow, then we have access to our own highest potential, our own highest creative potential. So today, uh, what I want to share is the secret to mastering the mindset, right? What happens when we start doing something, say we get into a project, And then we start trying to figure it out. We get caught up with a little bit of questions, a little bit of uncertainty, a little bit of unsure. And the mind starts trying to chew its way through the problem, chew its way through the obstacle, right? And and ultimately, we cannot chew through it. We can't think our way out of confusion because it is the thinking that is the source of confusion. And soul flow implies heart-level, heart-centered navigation, Right. It is it is the inner wisdom, the intuition, the inspiration, the inner knowing that we want to honor, that we want to awaken and activate so that we can accelerate uh, really our own ascension or accelerate as we elevate toward our true potential. And in this process, which is a perpetual process, an ongoing process, we also have um, the impact along the way. Right. So if we're doing these things, we're awakening, activating, accelerating, then we are, in fact, increasing our impact and all right so the secret to mastering mindset you guys want to know don't you all right but let me just share a little story first before i spill the beans before i really get into that i want to build up some suspense just a little bit here okay uh you've probably heard the saying that you 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 judge a tree by its fruit right that that uh if you want to know what kind of a person someone is you look at the nature of their relationships their business their their happiness their countenance their health right so we evaluate at the whole the exterior appearance you know and all of that what's going on on the inside and this ties right back and directly into that our external reality is a manifestation of our internal reality and of course on the soul path podcast we're talking a lot about uh that inner journey, right? That seemingly infinite distance from the head to the heart. We got to take that trek to discover who we were born to be and what we were born to do, our purpose and our mission in life. And understanding that that's a journey, the journey starts where the feet meets the ground. So we're, we're always kind of in this perpetual unfolding of the journey, this perpetual process of self-exploration, and I would say even uh, self-activation. Can we actualize our potential? Can we actualize and activate our own inner resources, right? What we bring to the table when we're fully lit up and we're on fire and we're just there. That is what 
what we all want. That's where we, we operate and feel our best at. That high vibe flow state, again, has to come from the heart. And the secret to connecting the head with the heart, not ironically, is, is a shift in mindset, right? But how do we master mindset? The secret to mastering mindset is an elevation of spiritual awareness. We have to go within to awaken that inner wisdom in the moment, to awaken that inspiration, that fire, that passion, that spark. We have to connect the head with the heart to tap into that reason why. Why do we want to be here? What am I trying to do? What's the purpose? What's the meaning of it all, right? What's going to make this moment magical? What's going to make it most magical is when we're embodying the moment. And how we do that is through intentional presence. So the tools of transformation being better breathing, intelligent inquiry, and intentional presence. When we practice intentional presence, when we take the time to get out of the head and get into the heart, we come back into what's real right now. That's the tool of intelligent inquiry. Where is my awareness and when we ask that question, where is my awareness, we begin to realize that maybe you know, we're overthinking or we're, we're focusing on something that's just so micro. We need to zoom out to a, a bigger picture or sometimes we're just lost in the clouds. We need to zoom into the details, right? So we, we find where's our awareness and ultimately what we're going to do to, to foster intentional presence or to activate intentional presence is let our awareness rest on the heart, in the heart, right? Bring our awareness back to what's real right now. And who am I? What's real right now is that my audio quality is uh, poor. What's real right now is that I'm alive. <laughs> what's real right now is that I have infinite power within me. I have the power of choice right? What's, what's real right now is that as long as I'm alive, as long as I can feel my heartbeat, as long as I can feel the rise and fall of each breath, as long as I can come back to that place of empowerment, I can tap into that infinite resource that's within me, right? The whole cosmos conspires to help us grow into who we are born to be and do what we are born to do. But if we're disconnected from the heart, we are disconnected from the source of strength, of power, of inspiration, motivation, determination to make that happen. And what are we supposed to do about that then? You know, well, get out of the head and get in the heart. The secret to mastering mindset is the elevation of spiritual awareness, right? It is the spirit within us that has the ability to direct the mind, to direct mental attention, to use the tool of intelligent inquiry, to ask the right questions, to align the heart with the mind, right? We use the tool of intelligent inquiry to ask a series or sequence of questions that are going to cause us to focus on what matters most. And as part of the process, if we're just kind of realizing that this is how it works, the first step in the process is to define what matters most, right? To figure it out. It's a, it's the process of discovery, discovering for yourself, who am I? And going through all the layers of I am this and I am that. I'm a, I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a, I'm a, a banker. I'm a, a basketball player. You know, whatever your social roles are, whatever labels of identity you picked up at some point in life, all of those labels, you got to peel it all back because underneath all of that is the who am I, the essence of me, right? That essence, that soul level energetic awareness, that pure energetic potential that is me, that is you. It is the seed and the core of each of our being. That part of us, that part of us is what's going, when we connect with that, is going to help us define what our mission in life is. Who do we want to be?
Who was I born to be? Only you know the answer to the question. And the truth is that you get to define those answers for yourself. Find and define. So discover and define. It's different phases. And sometimes uh, life is such that you have to go through uh, a bumpy stretch of road or go through the great unknown or go through trials, turmoil, stress, trauma. There's all kinds of things that happen that ultimately facilitate the realization of who am I and what was I born to do? Who was I born to be and what was I born to do? And a lot of times when I, you know, working with people and they're, they're trying to figure out what their purpose in life is, uh, the best thing to do, the starting point, if you're really struggling in that department is just to pause for a second, pause to appreciate right where you're at, who you are right now. Perfect just as you are right now, whole and complete just as you are right now. And even though it may not feel that way, even though you don't sense that purpose or sense that connection, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It doesn't mean that it's not there. A little side note, you know, uh, in, in yoga, you know, you know, having taught thousands of hours of yoga, thousands and thousands of hours of hundreds of people uh, working through a lot of times I don't feel a stretch. I'm not feeling it, Luke. I'm not feeling it. And I'd say, that's okay. You don't have to feel it. You're still stretching, right? So if you, if you move your body, let's just say you, you bend over, uh, to touch your toes and you don't really feel a stretch that the muscles are still moving. The mechanics are still there in motion. And those mechanics are setting a whole, uh, stream of events into motion, right? Stimulating the circulation, stimulating the circulation of blood, st stimulating the circulation of chi or prana. It's, it's all of this is all part of the process and it happens when you take the action. So the, the action initiates that sequence of events, whether you feel it or not. And in a very similar way, if you're not feeling that sense of connection, you're not feeling that sense of purpose, you're not feeling that flow state, it doesn't mean that it's not there. It doesn't mean that it's not accessible or it's not happening. Uh, it doesn't mean that you're disconnected. It doesn't mean that you're uh, somehow in the wrong place or that things aren't right. All of that is a level of head level interpretation. And this is a, it's a kind of a high level concept, but I want to explain this for a second. You know, how do we, I posted today on social media, how do you lose the illusion of imperfection? This is something that I struggled with for a really, really long time because I am obsessively a perfectionist, right? I used to be more so. I was the kid when I was a kid. If I colored outside the lines, I would just crumple up the paper and throw it in the trash, right? Like no good, not good enough for me. It was, it was not indicative of what I was capable of. It didn't represent who I am, or at least those are kind of the immature thoughts that would go through my mind. And I, I lived my life in this way where I was just, you know, so disappointed if things didn't work out just so, or it was never good enough. I could always do better. I could just rip it down and redo it and, you know, redo it and redo it. And it was driving me and everybody that knew me <laughs> insane at one point in my life. I began to realize, uh, it, it really when I shift, the internal shift began to happen was when I began to realize it was causing all of this inner in turmoil, right? The, the reason I was having stress, the reason I was feeling frustrated and all of that was simply because I was misinterpreting it in my mind. In my mind, I thought it should be some other way than the way that it actually was, right? In my mind, there was a problem, but that problem didn't actually exist in reality. And that's just kind of the way it is. So 
When I realized I was creating these problems in my mind, it became an issue of mindset. You know, I had learned through meditation that I wasn't just my mind. I can observe my mind. I can witness my mind. I can I can control and direct my mind. I changed my mind. We do this all the time. We all we all have this capacity, but we forget, right? And so the mind, if we're not using the mind, the mind is using us, right? So if we're not actively using the mind as a tool to create positive impact in the world and fulfill our primal purpose, then the mind is using us as a tool of ego gratification. And that's going to ultimately destroy relationships and break down and collapse the world because the whole point and purpose of it all is to is to grow past that right because the the ego is a very restrictive shell and it will suffocate the life out of you ultimately not allowing you to achieve fulfillment ego gratification is the is the arch enemy or the 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 opposite of soul level satisfaction so as long as we're caught up in the head gratifying the ego we're never going to have that deep inner satisfaction, that deep level of peace, joy, happiness, fulfillment, all the things that we crave, right? So we want to be in the flow state. We want to master our mindset. We got to get past all this. We got to work through all this. So how do we get out of the house of mirrors? How do we lose the illusion of imperfection? The answer all at once is as simple as letting go. (laughs) Of course, letting go is never as easy as, uh, as it is to say. It's easier said than it is actually done. But here's what happens. When we realize that everything that we have a label for, all of our words, all of our language, this is just a level of interpretation, right? So our dissatisfaction, our frustration, our anxiety, the imperfection, the imperfection is an interpretation, right? So the thing that is quote unquote wrong, or the thing that is seemingly out of place, or the thing that is apparently missing, that's just an interpretation. It's a mental projection, right? It's an interpretation of reality. And that interpretation is creating distortion. And that distortion is creating not just confusion, but it is creating a disconnect. It's causing us to get lost in that illusion. It's we're, we're lost in the house of mirrors, bouncing from one mental projection to another. All of these reflections that are just mental reflections that are not grounded in reality, not rooted in reality, and we get tend to get you know. I think as we um, as creatures of habit, if we have the habit of being caught up in the head, and, and for a lot of people, that's a lifetime habit, you know, and I'm no exception to that. As a human being, it's part of the human condition. So we need to have the, the honesty, the humility, and the honor to, to honestly recognize when we are caught up in the head, be humble enough about the fact that, hey, maybe uh, I'm just on a head trip right now or what have you. Get out of the head, get in the heart, honor the human condition, honor the presence of other people, honor the, the wisdom and the intuition of the heart, yeah, all of that. But when we're uh, when we're trying to get out of that illusion if we're trying to think our way out of it again we cannot you know chew our way out of the wire cage so to speak we can't think ourselves out of the house of mirrors we have to use the tools of transformation we have to use a tool of intelligent inquiry but where's my awareness bring the awareness back into the heart and start there you know start with the heart start with getting grounded in gratitude for being alive for who you are and where you are right now. That's the secret to mastering mindset. When we get grounded in gratitude, when we let our awareness rest in the heart, that is the elevation of spiritual awareness. To realize your own incredible, phenomenal potential, right? To realize the power within you and to 
embrace it, to embody in your present moment who you are right now is who you are meant to be. You cannot be any other way than the way that you are right now. Yes, you can grow. Yes, you can change. Yes, you can learn. Yes, we should do all of these things. However, that does not, uh, it doesn't, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, it doesn't displace the need to be here now. So as we're learning to grow, uh, learning and growing, as we're as we're learning how to be our best or how to be a little bit more focused or a little bit more in the flow state or a little bit more physically fit or a little bit more productive in our business or a little bit more this or a little, little bit more engaged in our relationships, a little bit more of that, you know, what we're doing is is we're making an effort, we're we're embracing the journey, right? We're making the effort to learn and to integrate and to grow. And that's what's going to give us satisfaction, by the way. If we're not growing, we're not glowing. Does that make sense, right? If we're not growing, our heart's not happy. It doesn't matter if you're doing something like, this is what I really love to do and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it every day. I'm going to do it every day. I'm going to do it every day. I love to play play the guitar, right? And I love playing the guitar for weddings and banquets and in farmer's markets, stuff like that. That's great. But if I were to play the guitar every day and that became my job, it would lose the joy, Right. And so then I wouldn't have the satisfaction. So, okay, wait, you know, it has to be in the flow, kind of, if you know what I mean, right? Like growing and glowing. We have to be growing in order to to be enjoying the journey of life, right? We got to be able to look at it and say, wow, uh, look how far I've come. Look what I've done since last week. Look what I did since yesterday. Look what I've done today. And when we can do that, that's that pausing to appreciate where we're at right now, just based on the progress that we can observe, right? Again, this is a mindset thing. It, when you when you bring your awareness and get grounded into gratitude, you want to activate the flow state. You want to awaken that intuition, that inspiration. You want to feel that spark, that passion, that fire. You have to come back to right here, right now. Be grateful for all of life that has brought you to this moment. Take radical responsibility for the power within you to go out there and choose to do what you were born to do. Choose to be who you were born to be. And that is a, a a subtle but significant distinction, right? The the doing and the being, right? So your purpose in life is to be, your mission in life is to do. Just to to break that down, uh, I am I'm teaching this weekend, guys, the Soul Purpose Workshop, and I'm really excited about that. It's a full day event, uh, May twenty second, uh, nine a.m. to three p.m. We're going to have four sessions throughout the day, breaking down awakening, activation, acceleration, and ascension, you know, really helping to connect the head with the heart to experience for yourself, mind, body, soul integration, to experience that internal physiological shift, but also to experience the, the ignition, that, that spark of passion. When you connect in your heart with that sense of purpose, that knowing, then you will have that aha moment. And yes, then you can go out there and do it. But here's what, you know, just because you know your purpose, you define your mission doesn't mean that it's all going to be rainbows and unicorns, right? You guys probably, if you've been listening for a while, you heard the story about rainbows and unicorns. Yes, they're real. They do exist. I've seen it with my own eyes, but, but, you know, on the daily, when we're doing the daily and we're going through the road, uh, going through the motions, going through the, the list of actions that are going to give us the traction, right? We want to be in that flow state. And inevitably, when we're taking the action that we think we need to do this, we do that, blah, 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 something's going to go sideways on you. It's just kind of a matter of time, right? There's, there's a lot of unexpected and chaos 
And when we have our ideas and our plans and our structure and our goals, and you know, all of a sudden something goes unexpected, you know, chaos strikes and interrupts the flow of things. Well, what do we do? What do we do? Oh my gosh, you know, do we go into a high-speed wobble? Do we go into a tailspin? Do we do we lose our centeredness? Do we lose our sense of peace of mind? Right? Do we lose that passion, that spark, just because it's not fun for a minute? Or can we come back to the right here, right now? What's real right now? I'm an incredible cosmic creature. What's real right now is I have the heart level desire to help have a positive impact in the world. And I trust that the universe conspires to help make this happen. So what's the lesson here? What do I need to learn? How do I need to grow? How can I better serve? How can I step up, step around, step out and go do, you know, don't get stuck. Don't allow yourself to be stuck immediately. If you realize you are stuck, you are stuck in your head, right? We're not, physically stuck. Nobody's tying you to the chair, you know, gluing your feet to the ground. Stuck is a mental issue. And that's an internal issue, right? Stuck is something that needs to be dealt with at the soul level, at the heart level. we got to get out of the head because we can't think our way out of the house of mirrors. Can't get out of the mental mirage, right? I'll just to repeat that because if I repeat it enough times, uh, it's good for me to hear it, right? If I repeat it enough times, it's probably good for some of you to hear it as well. That's my my uh, sneaking suspicion, the hunch of my heart. So here we are, guys, uh, 20 plus minutes here into this episode of the Soul Path Podcast. And we're talking about soul flow. We're talking about the secrets to mastering mindset, which is, drum roll, it is the elevation of spiritual awareness. When we elevate our awareness, we become empowered uh, to embody the moment, the power of choice. We can choose to use change as a choice in every second and all that good stuff. We can get fired up about being who we are born to be right here, right now. Be that person. Be that connected, you know, be that person who's connected and contributing to the tribe, right? Just to, you know, hold space here for a second. What does your heart really want? What does your soul really crave? You crave an intimate connection with the essence of life itself, with something bigger than yourself, right? So you crave an intimate connection with, with a tribe, uh, with, with family, with a tribe, with a community, but ultimately with, with good old divinity, with God, with the sum and source of everything that is, the eternal enigma. We need to connect with life in the biggest level in a spiritually meaningful way. And then we need to contribute. When we connect uh, in that intimate sort of way, that's what helps us find our place in the world or figure out our own unique special piece of the grand cosmic puzzle. And when we are connected, it, you know, contributing to the tribe just becomes natural, right? Yes, there is a, a process for building a business plan and for figuring out exactly what you want to do. Set, you know, have that mission, set your intention. Uh, you've got goals and objectives, tasks and all that kind of stuff all needs to feed together. But always, 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 it comes back to the magic of this moment now, the perpetual unfolding of the infinite now, right? That only moment that we really have control, we don't really have uh, any ability to take control, to co-create, to dance with the divine is in this moment. Not up in the mind, but from the heart level. We are, you know, again, phenomenal cosmic creatures, but what, you know, we mind, body, soul, it's all gotta be integrated, guys. So if we're not, if we're all up in our head, we're not in our heart, uh, we're stuck and we're frustrated. We're in the house of mirrors, right? If we're all in our heart and we don't use our head at all, we're just going to kind of meander and go with the flow and never actually get anything done, right? We'll be spinning our wheels because we lack the the, the traction of of well-executed 
strategy, right? And similarly, if we're, we're, we get this pretty good dance going between the head and the heart and I'm, I'm, I'm using my mind and I'm, I'm trusting my intuition and I'm going through this and that, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of in that flow state, uh, flickering in and out of that flow state, but my body has just been sitting crumpled in front of a desk day after day after year for potentially for decades. You know, I've got a lifetime of, of, you know, abusing my body and therefore my body is not, not functioning in the way that it could potentially be functioning, right? So I'm, I'm certainly nowhere near my, my full physical potential. Understand that that's going to affect my mind. It's going to affect my emotions. It's going to affect my ability to perform at a high function, right? So yes, we have to take care of ourselves physically. Yes, we have to take care of ourselves mentally, emotionally. Yes, we have to take care of ourselves spiritually. That's the process. That's the balancing act. And when it comes to being in that flow state, to living from the heart level, being in the state of flow, soul flow, you know, it's as often as we can think coming back to what's real right now. Where is my awareness? What am I grateful for? Getting grounded in gratitude, taking that deep breath, pausing to appreciate the magic of being alive, pausing to appreciate the power within, pausing to appreciate your own special, unique divinity. You are phenomenal. You are perfect just as you are. And yes, you're a work in progress. And yes, there are lessons to learn. And yes, there are mistakes to be made and failures to, to have lived through. We can't escape that. That's just part of the process, right? I think about, uh, I think about this when it comes to failure and, and trying. We think, oh, if I'm in a flow state, everything is just going to work out perfect. Well, let's just be blunt. That's not the way it works, right? Welcome back to reality. I look at nature as the as the metric, right? I like what called natural reality, and I capitalize that because nature is what nature is without human interpretation, right? It doesn't matter what we are uh, think about nature; it just is nature. So, if we can observe natural reality in that way with curiosity, what can I learn about the cosmos? What can I learn about divine expression, divine intent? What can I learn about life? laws of the universe from observing natural reality. Well, think about a plant, uh, in particular a tree, right? I like to look at trees and I just, I think they're so cool, the branches and and how they turn and they, you know, they grow and they grow around each other and, and all that kind of stuff uh, to position leaves to be able to get sunlight and all this. But if you've ever looked closely at a tree, You'll notice there are branches that are completely abandoned, right? Big branches, branches that probably took decades to grow, at least years to grow a branch that's, you know, let's just say four inches around and 14 foot long or something. That branch didn't just happen by accident. It was grown out there for a purpose. And then what? Something changed. Uh, maybe another tree grew in or a storm came and busted off the end of it. Or maybe some insects attacked that branch or some reason, natural reason, that caused the tree to abandon that branch. So it's been building, I mean, it's been channeling energy, it's been growing bark, and I mean, all that kind of stuff that goes into growing a branch, you can only imagine, it's gotta be something similar to growing a business or to growing a family or to growing something. You know, some aspect of life, you're trying to manifest this. It takes time and energy over an extended period of time. And then all of a sudden the tree abandons it because things change. And yet the tree is still a tree, this tree is still growing, it's growing new branches, it's bearing new fruit, right? What's the purpose of every branch? It's to bear fruit. Whether that fruit's just a leaf 
to to help uh, catalyze photosynthesis, you know, to, to help energy transfer and all that kind of stuff. This is also applicable to being a human being, right? We we have to take time sometimes to prune back our branches. Am I pouring my energy into something that's not bearing fruit? Or am I still growing this branch and it just has yet to bear fruit, for example? But if we're in that flow state and we're moving and something doesn't seem to be clicking or functioning, you know, is it, it's okay sometimes to just stop and look and observe. Don't push it. Don't force it. Be flexible. Be curious. Be open. Trust. Maybe you need to let it rest. Let those seeds grow a little bit. Stop digging up the soil so they have a chance to germinate, right? Maybe you need to be focusing on something else for a little bit. If you find yourself stuck uh, mentally, you know, maybe take some time to do some meditation. Maybe get up and go for a walk. Sometimes we need to shift from, uh, you know, heavy mental day to doing a little bit of more physical to bring it balanced. If we're really, really super duper spiritual, maybe we need to uh, do something physical, you know what I mean? Or mental to kind of create balance. If we're all up in, the, you know, uh, super in our physical mode, Maybe we need to be more uh, spiritual or mental to bring balance, right? And when I mean by, when I say to be more spiritual or be more mental, it kind of came out kind of funny, but what I mean is to, to give attention to our mental well-being, to give attention to our spiritual well-being, to give attention to our physical well-being. We need to do this in balance, right? And that's kind of an ongoing perpetual state of flux, you ever seen those guys at the carnival? They can balance on top of a, a bowling, you know, they put a board on top of a bowling ball and then they can stack a chair on top of the board. And then, you know, they're up there on the top and their their legs look like Elvis Presley, just going bananas, blah, 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 blah. go, go, go. And when I watch that, I just, I mean, I'm one, I'm blown away. It's so entertaining because a holy, amazing human beings right there doing something that I would surely die trying to do. So kids don't try this at home, but it's human potential, which is phenomenal. And again, I get excited about that. But the deep insight into that is the is the realization that balance is perfect imperfection, right? Balance is not just one static point. Balance is feeling the dip on either side, right? Balance is that flow state. It's it's precisely imperfect, right? It's somewhere in between. It's that one place, and that's. It is so relevant to being balanced in life. Do you feel the dip in your physical energy, mental energy, spiritual energy? If you do, come back. Where is my awareness? Come back to right here, right now. Get connected with the heart. Get grounded in gratitude, elevate awareness, and then move from the heart, right? And so we use the tool of intelligent inquiry. We ask, what am I doing here now? What's important right now? How can I serve right now? You find that question. You ask that question and then just rest the awareness for a moment because the wisdom is already within you. The inspiration, the intuition is already within you. And you know what? Chances are you're not gonna hear the booming voice of God. Most of the time you know what to do, but there's gonna be times when that that uh, awkward silence, you ask the question, well, what should I do? And you don't really know, guess what? Just do something. The answers are found in the doing, right? Often revealed in the journey of moving toward what we think we should do. When we move into what we think to do, you know, in that process, we uncover or discover that, ah, oh, this is really what I'm supposed to do, or, oh, that's how it was supposed to be, you know? So that happens. All right, guys, uh, 
the Soul Path podcast, I, I like to mix it up on the lengths here. If you guys have any input on the the optimal duration, you know, hour-long interviews when there's two people, it's awesome. And I love doing that. I can monologue for an hour just because I have a lot to say about a lot of things. But I don't want to uh, to take advantage of your time, obviously, first and foremost. And then secondly, I don't want to just be rambling uh, ad nauseum. So I want to keep it real, raw, relevant. I believe that soul flow, the secrets of mastering mindset, this is so relevant because we all want to be in that state and we just don't know how to get there. And now you do know how to get there, right? How do you get to the flow state, soul flow? Well, you connect the head with the heart, you know, and if you're not real sure, real clear how to do that, you want to get a little bit more detail, then you need to ask the right questions of all the right people and make the right decisions, right? Remember how to aim, but reach out. Ask the question, you know, ask me a question, ask somebody a question, start seeking to involve the people that are going to equip you and encourage you, lift you up on this journey. So that's, uh, that's that. Again, I got that workshop this weekend, guys, and I'd love to see some of you guys there. If that works, uh, it would be an honor to spend the day together. It's going to be so much fun to just uh, to be able to hang out, right? To be able to dive deep and to be able to apply it personally in each person's personal life. It's not just the cerebral head level concept, but the actual tactical and practical application of wisdom to your life. The Soul Purpose Workshop this Saturday, the Soul Path Podcast each and every week. And of course, each and every day, you can find me guys, Soul Flow Coaching on Facebook, uh, stokemysoul.com, loopthrup.com. Reach out and connect. It's building the relationships, building the connections is kind of what it's all about, doing what we can to share our collective wisdom, to grow together so we can glow together, baby. With that, please like and subscribe, share this conversation with your friends, and I will look forward to connecting with you again soon. Peace.